Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. This week, we are focusing on the idea of how to make your business unique or different. If you have not listened to the previous episode by a lady by the name of Melissa, she is trying to do just that in her business. She is selling specialty candies and um, had some incredible thoughts around the idea of being different and making your business unique um, in the candy business, something that can be rather boring at times uh, for different businesses. So along those same lines, I would like to talk about today of how to make your business different. The title of this, the reference to the purple cow, if you have not read that book, was written by a man by the name of Seth Godin. And Seth is a very famous marketing expert. He has done marketing consulting and jobs for some of the largest brands in the world. He wrote a book called The Purple Cow, which the analogy for The Purple Cow was this idea that he was riding in a car when he was a child and um, was going through this land full of cows. And he was going down and looking out the window and, and noticed that basically every cow looked the same. And what he did was he translated that or used that analogy in the business world. And in the business world, you know, you might go down the street or you might be looking on social media or you might be looking on Google or whatever you it might be. And looking over and over at all of these different businesses, say the grocery business, say the gas station business, say the coffee shop business, say the, the restaurant industry. When you look at the wide scope of all of these businesses, it reminds you of a field full of cows. And when you go look at these fields and fields of cattle, they all look the same, right? They're all black or maybe brown or kind of reddish color. Yeah, every once in a while you see a few white ones, some Charlets or something like that. And and perhaps you'd come on some Holsteins, um, which are the typical the dairy cows that um, Chick-fil-A uses in their marketing. But what he said would really stand out and be different than all of that would be if someone had a purple cow there. And this idea of having a purple cow out in the middle of a field, would it would stand out, right? And so using that analogy, how can your business stand out from all the other ones? How can your business be that purple cowed cow in a field full of brown and red and black cattle? Well, that's what we want to look at today. I think it's particularly important for a small business owner to look at this idea of how can my business be different? Because some of the things that a large business might focus on, such as pricing or um, the amount of products that it has available or um, the hours that maybe it's open or something similar to that, those lines, those are all things that a large business can focus on and it has to its advantage. Um, and if you try to play in that game and you try to offer as many products as a large business or offer the same prices as a large business, whatever it might be, Oftentimes, that is a losing proposition for you because they have so much larger scale. And so how can your business be different in different things? I want to focus on two points in this podcast about how your business can be different. The first point that I want to focus on is this idea 
that Ramon Ray, um, who I have had on the podcast and his episode will be coming up soon. Ramon Ray wrote a book called The Celebrity CEO. You know, that's the first way that I think small businesses can stand out from other businesses and small businesses um, is to have a celebrity CEO. And what I mean by that is have your face, have your personality, have your leadership be at the forefront of all of the advertising in your business. You know, the Instagram um, CEO posted recently um, on his page a statistic that said 68% is the um, threshold that posts with a face in it do better than other posts. So if you have a post on Instagram that has a face in it, that post will do 68% better than posts that do not have a face in it. And I've noticed this in our marketing as well. You know, for the feed company that we have, I try to put my face or someone's face in nearly every post. And it's not because I enjoy being in that marketing. It's not because I I, I like to see my face on everything or, or it's some sort of weird selfish um, ambition that I have. It's because I've noticed that when you put a face in an advertisement that that brand recognition of that person's face is equivalent to um, whatever they're trying to sell, it does better than other posts. Um, you know, and why this is important to build up a celebrity as a CEO or build up a celebrity as a, a brand tactic is because when you look at a lot of other businesses, they don't do that. You don't see Hilton putting their CEO. You don't see Hyatt. You don't see um, the Marriott. You don't see all of these different hotel chains or restaurants or gas stations or whatever it might be have a, a celebrity CEO as their form of advertising. So first off, just by doing that, you are creating your purple cow because you are you are being different than other businesses. You're you're standing out because not every other business does that. And a lot of other businesses don't do that because they don't have somebody that they can trust will be there forever. Most owner founders are, are not in these large businesses any longer. You know, when you look at say Holiday Inn or whatever it might be, the the original um, person that started that business is no longer with it. And so, um, first off, that's different than other businesses because they can't do that because they are worried that the person that they build their brand on might leave. You know, people buy from people. You see this in, in a lot of other marketing tactics. A lot of people will hire out this person. And, um, you know, I think that that is kind of a risky thing to do because if you lose that person, you're building your brand on the back of someone. You look at um, Lincoln and they are trying to, you know, use Matthew McConaughey as their voice and, and maybe their, their brand across all of their platforms. And I think that that's kind of a risky thing to do because if you are equating him with Lincoln and he ever leaves and God forbid he go to another car company. And of course they probably might have this kind of in their contracts or something like that, but on a much smaller, smaller, smaller scale, if you think about an employee that might, you might be using to build up your restaurant or you're using, um, somebody like that, a local celebrity to build up your gas station. If somebody ever comes along and gives them a better offer um, to work for them and they start 
building a brand, you know, it's kind of like a salesperson. If a salesperson ever gets snatched away and leaves you, that's a risky thing to be, um, you know, accountable for building someone's entire brand. So um, I think that the owner or the CEO or whatever it might be can, can build this, their face around this brand and be used in a lot of the marketing. And I think it's incredibly effective. People buy from people. Um, you know, they want to see that the person that's in charge of all of this is in the marketing. That means that the person that's in charge of this believes in their product. Don't be scared to put yourself out there. If you're scared of, of ugly reviews or whatever it might be, you might want to fix your business. Um, but I, I can assure you it's typically a lot less um, bad reviews and a lot less bad comments or whatever it might be than you would expect. If it is a lot more than you would expect, then maybe you need to address some things in your business. The second thing that I think can help you create this purple cow besides being the celebrity CEO is this idea of focusing on one small group of customers, focusing on one small group of people that need to be served. Going back to this um, concept that big businesses can't do this, you know, you think about um, if you had a small grocery store. Um, one thing that Walmart can't do, Walmart cannot make everyone happy. They are what's called jack of all trades, master of none, right? All they are focusing on is price and having a large uh, selection of items that a lot of different people can use. Well, what that does is, is that leaves out um, a specialty for a lot of different categories. Think about all that Walmart sells. And if you ever have a specific need, you are not going to Walmart. If think about all that Walmart sells in the automotive space, they sell a ton of different tires and batteries and products. But if you have an actual real specific problem with your vehicle, you would not choose to go to Walmart. They don't have specialist mechanics. They don't have specialty products for particular brands of cars or anything like that. They have very generic um, top of the funnel products that most people can use. Um, so what that does is that leaves out a specialist. Think about the outdoor and hunting gear that Walmart sells. You know, if you are a, a professional hunter or you are a very um, serious hunter, you would not go to Walmart for the majority of your needs because they don't sell very specific items. Um, you would go to a specialty retailer such as Bass Pro or Cabela's or maybe a local um, gun range or bow shop or something like that. If you think about their grocery selection, it is the exact same thing. They are taking the large majority of items that homes, uh, people in homes would buy. But if you are a, a vegan or a whole food plant-based person, you would not be shopping at Walmart because they have a lot to be desired still. If you are a uh, on a keto diet or something like that, you would probably not get all of your stuff from Walmart. Um, if you think about their clothing selection and on and on and on and on and on through Walmarts uh, just to pick on Walmart. But big box stores cannot specialize in these particular things. You know, that is how you can build a large, large, large following is by focusing on one small group of customers. You can't be become important to um, one group of people if you don't focus on one thing. Think about the idea of Walmart. If you if you set up just a large generic grocery store, you would never be important to anyone. 
Um, and you would probably not be as big as Walmart. You would probably not be as big or uh, impressive on anything as Walmart. If you focus on one thing, um, let's say that vegan mindset, um, say you focus on one thing and that's vegan, you could become a very popular in the vegan community around where you're from if you focus only on vegans. And so that word of mouth advertising that everyone dies to have you can have that because if you focus on one small group of customers. Um, so what can you focus on in your business that would be um, different from everybody else? If you have a coffee shop, how could you be different from Starbucks? How could you be different from the other world of um, other coffee shops? First, you need to find who you want to become important to. Maybe it's uh, large families. Maybe it's... Uh, you know, somebody like that, that um, you want those families that come in with their kids because they spend 30 and $40 every time they come in. Well, what do families want? How could you become the most important to families? How could you find that one small group of customers? Well, they're wanting entertainment. They're wanting to have a good time with their family. So maybe on Saturday mornings, you could have a, a comedian. Maybe on Saturday afternoons, you could have a, uh, a magician or somebody like that. Maybe you could have a clown a few nights a week that makes balloons for little kids. Um, whatever it might be, how can you become important to one small group of customers? And that's how your word of mouth will spread in that area. You know, um, many episodes ago, I had a man on by the name of Taryn Gessel, and he did a, a podcast. Uh, believe the title of the podcast. I can't remember the episode number, but the title of the podcast was Finding Success in Fitness and Business, I believe. And Taryn uh, had built a very large community online. He has over 500,000 followers across different platforms. And one thing he said that he did and that he recognized was that every industry, if you are going to find a small, small, small niche of customers or um, small, small, small niche in an industry, you can always expand out later. So let's say you're a vegan only grocery store, you're a whole food plant based only grocery store, and you're becoming incredibly important to those people. And you're wanting to go to other communities and you have two or three or four locations now, and you're trying to raise sales. What can you do to raise more sales? Well, you can always expand and add a um, another line of products. You can now become important in supplements or something like that, maybe vegan and, and whole food plant-based supplements or something. You can always expand out later, but it's hard to, once you start, maybe you're that, that grocery store that sells a little bit of everything and you're no different than Walmart. You're trying to sell a little bit of different things for all different kinds of people. It's hard to to narrow down your audience after you've opened. We did this in our business. We sold a little bit of, of a goat feed, chicken feed, pet food, whatever, cattle feed and horse feed and supplies. And what we found was that the majority of our sales came from the horse industry. And we were trying to compete on price and, and products and all this different things from, from different hardware stores and tractor supply stores and things like that. And so when we took some of those products away, we took some of our pet products away, it hurt a lot of people's feelings and made a lot of people upset. It's hard to be generic and then narrow down your industry later. So um, if you are going through that, I do think that it's important that you do do that, though, because you then can become important to one group of people. 
So those two things is how I think you can have a different business, become a celebrity CEO, become the face of the business or find a face of your business, whether it's an employee or a spouse or whatever it might be, find your face um, that can be the face of your business. And secondly, focus on one small group of customers that you can make happy. And that's how your word of mouth will spread. Thank you for listening to this episode. I always put a link to my website in the description. If you have any questions, I always encourage questions. I can answer them on a podcast. I can answer them on a live, something like that. Um, and I, or, and, or I can email you back, um, by doing that. So please get with me if you have any questions on social or on my website, stephendcook.com. Thank you for listening.